0: That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man. Hey my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. This is yet another example of a policy that on the surface appears to be compassionate and proactive, yet it is something that is meant to address a long-term issue as if it's a short-term issue. And I believe that it is actually going to exacerbate the problem and make it worse. Imagine that. (laughs) Check this out. New York City allows the nation's first supervised consumption site for illegal drugs. Now language is very important and they know this. This is why calling it a supervised consumption site, makes it sound lighter. It's easier to normalize supervised consumption site, but it's of illegal drugs. So understand, I like, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll dive into it after I show you this. I wanna show you why they actually are doing this. And it's spearheaded by, by Mayor Bill de Blasio, who, I mean, let's face it, the man is a piece of work. I mean he's he has one one foot in into communism and the other foot is just in the air (laughs) so so i'm gonna go to because the article basically goes in about how it's going to be great and this and that and then um at the bottom it talks about the people that are endorsing and people that that aren't um actually endorsing it. Then they talk about how this actually goes against federal law. And so it's getting blocked in other places. And, you know, I mean, why wouldn't it go against the law? You're supervising the illegal consumption of drugs, of, of illegal substances, right? So of course it would be against the law, right? It's in the title, illegal drugs, so there's that. But but they try to they try to show why it's actually going to be great. And I really I'm coming at this from, from from a different perspective. I'm gonna give you my theory as to why they're doing this based on policies that are similar, that historically have just caused more harm than good. So you would think that if you were a student of history you would know better, yet they still keep, you know, plugging away. And this is why. One, one thing is that evil is just short-sighted. Evil only cares about its own desires and its own instant gratification, so only what's in front of it. So that's one of the major reasons why um, things like this pop out and that they're even suggested. But let me show you. There's, there's a passage here that really speaks to what this is actually for. And that's where I really want to address. Now, I'll offer the link to this article. It's an NPR article for you to read it yourself um, on platforms where it allowed me to. But this is it right here. Similar sites in Australia and Canada have proven successful at, and this is what it's for, preventing overdoses, reducing drug use in public places, and promoting safer injection practices that reduce the spread of disease such as HIV and hepatitis. That's why they're doing it. I didn't even know it was in Australia and Canada, but this is why. Because this strategy has proven successful against those three things. Now, understand those three things really speak to the effectiveness of leadership of whatever area, city, town, county, state, that the very opposite of these things is transpiring and so like you know higher overdoses high occurrences of people doing drugs in public places um higher occurrences of of dirty needles dirty needles being shared and folks getting you know contracting these other diseases so this is just an image campaign because those three things make them look bad (laughs) that's it that's the only reason why, why they're implementing this that is my theory because it doesn't make sense to enable one someone's drug addiction because that's what this is is enabling the drug addiction. This is enabling the drug organization, the drug business. It's enabling that business to flourish because these people who show up at these supervised super consumption sites They're not buying the illegal drugs from the site. Where are they getting the illegal drugs from, Mr. de Blasio? Oh, from drug dealers. (laughs) So this is enabling the drug trade to flourish. This is enabling these people to remain addicted. But they won't get, uh, they won't overdose. And they won't share dirty deals. Yay. (laughs) Check this out. This is, this is what this whole thing is in response to, is this right here. Check this out. This is awesome. I mean, it's not awesome, you know, but this is, this is what this whole policy is in response to. According to city officials, more than 2000 people in New York City died from beta overdoses in 2020. Hmm. I wonder what happened in 2020 that may have increased mental distress. I wonder what could have been going on at that time, 2020. Hmm. (laughs) Look, once again And I'll keep this local to, to New York Since that's what this article is about But we know that it's way more expansive than this New York caused this problem With their unconstitutional strategies To, you know what happened last year The P word They caused this Addiction went up Suicides went up Overdoses went up Based on these strategies, they cause the problem and this is their solution. Their solution is to, okay, well, what we did increase overdoses. What can we do to bring down overdoses? Never mind. What can we do to help these people not be addicted anymore? What can we do about mental health? What can we do to help them kick their addiction, get their life back on track and become productive members of society again? You know what the kicker is? is that they call this strategy harm reduction. How is this harm reduction? Now, if you wanted to call it overdose reduction, that would seem to be more accurate since that's why they're pushing this in the first place, because of the increase in overdoses, not because of the increase in folks shooting up in public, not because of the increase in people using dirty needles, because they've been doing that for a while. This is to address the increase in overdoses because it makes them look bad. And they know it's their fault. And they don't want people to continue to connect the dots. I mean, these social media platforms and mainstream media institutions can only spin and suppress and censor only so much. So my thing is this. It's not harm reduction. Enabling somebody to remain an addict, but not overdose is not harm reduction. And wanting to bring down overdose using this strategy by supervising them shooting up. I mean, medical professional, medical professionals are gonna supervise these people shooting up. I mean, are they gonna prescribe the heroin as well? (laughs) That's how ridiculous this is, right? This is not harm reduction. Harm reduction would be actually helping them with their addiction, helping them get their life back. That would do less harm. Enabling the drug trade to flourish is going to increase harm. Enabling these people to remain addicts for longer periods of time and trying to normalize their addiction, even though it's illegal substances, mind you, is not doing less harm. They don't care about you, they don't care about me, they don't care about these people who, who, are, who are addicted to substances and it's wrecking their life. They don't care about these people. They just want them out of sight, out of mind. Same thing that they do to the homeless, let's gather them up and put them in an encampment so they're not along the streets and underneath the, the, the overpasses where everybody can see because it makes us look bad. Because then people will start to connect the dots that our leadership is crap. And once again, big tech, social media platforms, and MSM can only spin and suppress so much. Their powers are not, are, they're not all powerful, right? So I want you to keep that in mind. This is yet another example. They don't actually care. This is not compassion. It's not compassion. They want to keep you in the dark. And you know what I'm over here trying to do, right? I'm trying to help you turn on that light. You guys be well.